Hello, welcome to another episode of The Daily. This daily podcast finds you on the 26th of July. This Monday, it is a brand new work week. And this is episode 146 of The Daily Podcast. We are in season 2, but in total, we have done 146 of these podcasts. And if you've missed the announcement uh, in the last daily uh, episode or uh, at our Sunday service over the last weekend, we recently announced that we are uh, ending season two of the daily podcast at episode 150. Now, the team that has brought you the daily, we are so delighted that we have had the privilege of uh, just encouraging you on your private devotional life. So for all of you who have utilized the daily uh, every day uh, for your devotional life, it just blesses our heart to know that it has been of value to you. And our real greater desire beyond the daily being used is that this would be the start. This will spark off a deeper in the mercy, a deeper, more enriching personal devotional life. And so if we have aided you on your journey in any way, we are just so grateful for that opportunity. And so with all that being said, let us begin the podcast. I'd like to read to you this morning a passage of scripture from Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. You know, the word honor or the term honor uh, probably conjures up different emotions in your heart. To me, honor is one of the most beautiful uh, concepts in the Bible. And it is sadly also one of the most abused words and values in Christendom. We see in scripture that God has clearly called us to be a people who honour each other and how that honour is really an expression of our love. Heaven as we see it really has a kind of culture of honour, doesn't it? Where the angels, the living creatures, they honour God, they offer praise and worth and glory to God. We are called to be a people of honour. And yet, as I said earlier, honour is something that's so beautiful. Bill Johnson once uh, said that honor is the recognition of glory in another. Isn't that beautiful? It is recognizing what God has deposited in an individual. It's recognizing that God's image is upon that individual. That we are all made in the image of God. The theological term here is Imago Dei. We bear God's image because we are all image bearers. And we all carry God's glory. And more so, we are paid for and purchased uh, through the cross. The price on our lives now is not the sum total of our achievements, but by what Jesus has done and accomplished on the cross. And he says that this, all that I've done, my very life, my blood, you are worth it. And now our worth is determined by the, the, the sacrifice of the Son of God. And so we are of worth, ladies and gentlemen. We are worthy to be honored, to be recognized. But yet at the same time, we see this value of honor 
this word term honor being misused, twisted, and abused to benefit certain people in power. Honor me. And, you know, we see in certain environments that honor only flows upwards from, you know, subordinates to the leaders, from members to, uh, you know, their overseers. What really is honor? And how can we better capture this biblical value of honor? How can we be a people who are honoring, who is honoring? How can we live out that verse that we just read? To be devoted to one another in love and to honor one another above ourselves. First of all, we have to recognize that we live in a world that isn't characterized by honor, but it's opposite contempt. There's a story of a man who uh, once uh, walked onto a bridge uh, that was 220 feet, f- uh, 220 feet off the ground and he jumps to his death. And after his death, they found a suicide note on his person. And on that note uh, was written this line, which said, I am going to walk to this bridge and jump off it. But if one person smiles at me on the way, I will not jump. What a haunting line. And from that note, we can just feel this man's cry and desire for wanting to be recognized and acknowledged by another human being. And in today's world, our world today, it is very much a place of contempt. And the word contempt simply defined as disregard. It's the feeling that a person or a thing is worthless or beneath consideration. Now I'd like to put it to you this morning that contempt may be the most toxic force eroding the people of God today. Contempt defined the culture of the Pharisees that distorted the people of God. Now when contempt controls the people of God, it becomes a kind of spiritual cancer that eats away all that God wants to birth and bring about in a community. As one author once wrote, familiarity breeds contempt for others at first, but then inwardly contempt towards ourselves. No follower of Jesus can walk in fullness and joy when they harbor this kind of disregard in their hearts. We read in Exodus, God pours out his power and presence. There's a light and frees them from the tyranny of Pharaoh and Egypt. God broke apart the Red Sea, provided manna in the wilderness, forgave the golden calf incident and led them to uh, the border of a land flowing with milk and honey. But on the doorstep of their destiny, contempt came in swiftly. Contempt destroyed their faith. Despite the good report of two faithful spies, the giants became bigger than God and their faith turned into frustration. And then God would say this to Moses in Numbers chapter 14, verse 11. How long will these people treat me with contempt? How long will they refuse to believe in me in spite of all the signs I have performed among them? This disdain for God's work is goodness caused, hear this, the entire generation to miss out on its destiny and eventually perish in the wilderness. Instead of inheriting the promised land, those who showed contempt 
disregard toward God were not allowed in. Contempt is the most toxic force eroding the people of God, stopping them from entering into their destiny today. However, I believe that God has given us the antidote, that which resists contempt, that which resists this cultural climate of contempt, and that is honor. Honor is one of the most beautiful and neglected virtues in the world, in scripture, in Christendom. Even though we sometimes hear about churches having a culture of honor, it rarely seems to be cultures where everyone is honored and celebrated. The power dynamics often work in a way in which honor only flows upward towards the senior leaders. Honor seems to work much as it would in the world where the most visible, talented, and charismatic receive the most attention and therefore the most honor. However, we see in the life of Jesus that it was the down and outers, the people who were rejected by society, by tradition, and yet maintained a devotion toward him that were honored. Honor wasn't just reserved for the elite, but it was the way Jesus fundamentally treated every person he met. Honor is the operating system of heaven. Honor is the way in which we live and interact with our world, with every single person. Honor, it's been said, is the recognition of glory. It's the recognition of the value, contribution, and importance of others. Honor is the call to recognize the value in God and one another and to order our relationships around it. Honor is the operating system of the kingdom of God. And in light of this, let us consider how seriously we've taken the value of honor in our own life. We need to grow to be a people who have an honor filter, to not look upon a person by what or who they aren't, but to look upon them with the eyes of God and see the value, the worth that he has attributed to his people. We need an honor filter. Bill Johnson once said that honor is celebrating who a person is without stumbling over who they are not. Jesus had a filter of honor for all he encountered. Regardless of how their culture showed them contempt, he saw them differently. He didn't see tax collectors, prostitutes, sinners, or Samaritans. He saw people crowned with glory, deemed valuable by the Father, worthy of welcome and recognition. Jesus' filter of honor created a community unlike the world had ever seen. These were people that society, that culture deemed unvaluable to be disregarded, to be treated with contempt, and yet Jesus showed them honor and recognition. It's from that place of abounding love, as Paul write, love that is expressed through honor, that these people would go on to advance his kingdom. And so, how do we reclaim this honor filter in a cultural climate of contempt today? We can start off with a very simple thing, and that is simply recognizing, noticing, 
person's value, contribution, and importance. It's as simple as noticing and drawing attention to a specific thing or specific trait that a person embodies that is worth celebrating, that contributes towards God's kingdom. We can offer honor to the volunteers in our church. We can offer honor to our life group leaders. We can offer honor to our kids or spouses. We can even offer honor to service staff that wait on us, delivery riders, grab drivers. We can offer honor to all because honor isn't just reserved for a specific people group. The elite or people that you like or people that you're in relationship with, the people of God are called to be a people that live with an honor filter that is motivated, that's propelled by an operating system of honor, that which recognizes the imago Dei, the image of God on all peoples. They are worthy to be treated with value. Why? Because Jesus has deemed them valuable through his sacrifice on the cross. Let us grow to be a people of honor, to celebrate one another, without stumbling over who we are not. Let us grow to be a people of honor. And so, in light of all that we've heard, let us go to God in prayer and ask for His grace upon us this day. Lord, we ask that you open the eyes of our heart to see, God, your value, your worth, and your activity in our life. We don't want to be like the children of Israel that miss out on the promise because we have disregarded you, because we fail to recognize all that you're doing and have done in our lives. Help us to see, O oh God. And Lord, we also pray that in all our dealings, in our interactions, be it with our family members or just people in public, may we be a people that have an honor filter, that learns to recognize people, not for what they have not done or who they are not, but to recognize, God, the value, the worth that you have attributed to your people, to all peoples. May we treat each and every single person with kindness, love, gentleness, and honor, and resist a climate of contempt, that which disregards and doesn't think much of people. May we subvert this true honor. We ask that you give us grace. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. Four more episodes out for you this week. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.